Welcome everyone back to the Athlete Maestro Podcast, the sports education podcast that helps young athletes like you break your mental and physical limitations in sports, as well as come up with a strategy and a plan to achieve your sports goals. I'm your host, Tola Uglewe, and this is episode 826. It's a game of sacrifice. Prepare to compete and practice creative visualization. She's the first American woman and the first woman outside of Eastern Europe to win the all-round gold medal in Olympic gymnastics. She's also the woman who paved the way for future gymnasts such as Simone Biles to emerge in America. Today on the show, American icon Mary Lou Retton. For a career so short in terms of proper competition, not uh, the length of time that she did what, it, what she did, proper competition, Mary Lou Retton surely made her mark on the world. You see, she started gymnastics at the age of five after getting involved in ballet dancing. And of course, that's why I said short in terms of competition, but she did start gymnastics at the age of five. It surely helps when you can ballet dance and also incorporate gymnastics because gymnastics is about movement and flexibility. The reason Retin became a gymnast was because of Nadia Komenechi, a legend of the sport. From then on, Retin never looked back. Retin started a gymnastics in her hometown of West Virginia, but she had to move to Houston, Texas to work with Bella and Marta Caroli. Guess what? Those are the guys who trained Nadia Komenechi. Of course, great partnerships together with a dedication to learn often produce great results. In 1984, Retin won the American Cup. Later that year at the U.S. Nationals, she came second. A world championships was in the offing. It was supposed to be her coming out party, but unfortunately, she suffered a wrist injury and could not compete. After the injury, that same year, she won the American Classic and the Japanese Chunichi Cup. All roads then led to the 1984 Olympic Games in Los Angeles. In the build-up, she won her second American Cup. She also won the U.S. Nationals and the U.S. Olympic Trials. Injury wasn't going to prevent her from competing at the Games this time. Remember, World Championship, she had a wrist injury. In the build-up to the Olympic Games, she had a knee injury that required surgery. Just five weeks before the Games, but it wasn't going to stop her. At the Games itself, Retin went head-to-head with Romanian Ekaterina Zagbo. Bretton would come out on top in the all-round after scoring perfect tens in a final two event. In the process, she became the first American woman to win all-round gold at the Olympic Games in gymnastics and also the first woman outside of Eastern Europe to do it. Bretton would go on to win four additional medals at the Games, silver in the team competition and horse vault, and bronze in the floor exercise and on even bars. She won the most amount of medals at the 1984 Olympic Games. Retin became an instant superstar. She was named Sports Illustrated Sportswoman of the Year and became the first official spokesperson of Whittle. So the series, uh, the serial rather, not the series, it's not like it's a movie, the serial. Before retiring in 1986, she won the American Cup for a third time. She is the first gymnast to be inducted into the U.S. Olympic 
Hall of Fame. Today she's your mentor, guys, and there are three lessons that I want you to learn from Mary Lou Retton. You see, uh, like I always say, every time on the Monday episodes of the podcast, there are always athletes you can learn from. You know, for example, you are going to look at Simon Biles, and you would not realize that it is athletes like Mary Lou Retton that made that possible, that inspired that generation. The same way Nadia Comaneci before her also inspired the generation that came after. First lesson, guys, that I want you to learn from Mary Lou Retton is it's a game of sacrifice. It's a game of sacrifice. On this point, there's a very popular quote uh, that is ascribed, uh, should I say ascribed, or that has been um, accredited to Mary Lou Retton in terms of everything that she was able to do because it was exceptionally important uh, for her looking back to to detail how it went so she said you give up your childhood you miss proms and games and school events and people say it's awful i say it was a good trade you miss something but i think i gained more than i lost let me just take that again very iconic quotes guys you give up your childhood you miss proms and games and high school events and people say it's awful. I say it was a good trade. You miss something. But I think I gained more than I lost. I've shared this example, guys, with Michael Phelps, where, you know, in the build-up to the Athens Olympic Games, you know, he trained consecutively every single day for four years, right? Every single day, he didn't miss a training. What was most important for me in that story or hearing or reading, you know, about what he was able to do was the fact that he missed so many things he missed birthdays he missed family events once it clashed right with his training he was going to miss that event and that's why i say it's a game of sacrifice you see yes you should have a childhood yes you should enjoy the process but the question is what do you want you have to give something to take something right you have to give something to take something you want to be a straight a student you're gonna have to give something to get that you see this idea that you can get everything in the same box is always one of the problems that athletes always have can you find a balance yes you can but ultimately you would give up something to get something else you know i remember when we had um jared johnston on the podcast just remember that jared johnston on the podcast you know and who of course was a standout college athlete right he he talks about how there are certain times 1 a.m that's when he had to take his classes that's when he has to do assignments. Why? Because they were training, because they were in season, playing sports as a quarterback for the school. You see, you have to give up something. And that is exactly what Mary Lou Retton did. You know, so you talk about, you know, proms and all of that. For she, 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 she wanted to go to the Olympics. She wanted to be an Olympic champion. Yes, she might not have envisioned that she would do it in the way that she did, but she wanted it. It was something that she pursued and she was willing to give up something to get it. So the question for you guys is... What are you willing to give up? What are you willing to give up in pursuit of what it is that you want, whether it's sports or it's not sports? And another example from Mary Lou Retton as well was that, you know, she grew up in West Virginia. That's where she started gymnastics. She realized quickly, obviously, with the help of her parents, that West Virginia is not the place (laughs) when you're talking about gymnastics and things like that. What did she have to do? She had to move. To Houston, Texas. She didn't move with her parents. She stayed with a fellow student's family while she was training with the Karoyes, who, of course, are trained Nadia Comaneci. It's a game of sacrifice. Ashley Barty, of course, who recently retired from tennis as well, most of the time during her growth years, 
she spent roughly 10 months sometimes more traveling around the world playing tennis than she was at home guys it's a game of sacrifice what are you willing to give up this idea that you don't need to give up anything and then you can achieve everything that you're chasing everything that you want guess what it is not how things work so sit with yourself guys this week and ask yourself the question what am i willing to sacrifice what am i willing to give in exchange for what i want what am i willing to trade because it's more or less trading and that's why she said look i achieved everything i wanted so for me it was a good trade that's what she said it was a good trade michael phelps all the events that he missed he's the most successful olympian in history that's a good trade he has won the most amount of medals broke mark speed's record the amount of re- medals or records that michael phelps has like he can fit into a book first lesson guys from mary lou retin it's a game of sacrifice number two lesson guys is prepare to compete prepare to compete now of course you would have heard in the intro where i said you know she won her first american cup in 1984 now obviously you'd have thought oh you know it was because um, she had been practicing with the Karoyes, and of course they were good they had trained Comaneci, uh, they had experience and a lot of all that jazz right you might have thought that that was the reason but that was not you see when she went to the Karoyes, she wasn't that good yes she was energetic she was strong but she wasn't that good so what then happened or what then um, 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 transpired in that period was yes the Karoyes worked on her but when other team members so you know the way gymnastics works is yes you have a coach but it's not like it's only you the coach is coaching you know so you're like a team there are many gymnasts that are being coached so when the team went to the america's cup in 1984 mary lou retin went as a substitute so she wasn't even supposed to compete right at the thing at all she wasn't supposed to compete she went as a substitute and do not forget that she had only recently started training with the Karoyes. but guess what she was prepared to compete from the age of 12 she was determined that gymnastics was what she was going to do and she was going to take it absolutely seriously so she was going to do everything you know she, she, she talks about how you know she would sleep in a gymnastics clothes on friday night in preparation for gymnastics on saturday do, do, do you know how much dedication how much joy how much love for the sport that takes that you would sleep in your gymnastics clothes just because of how excited you are for the next day so she took it absolutely seriously never joked never played with it so she went as a substitute imagine and of course there are many athletes who have shared this type of similar example before imagine she went to that competition and said i'm not supposed to compete you know i'm not uh, they didn't pick me or maybe i wasn't good enough you know and she was just like a disciple and just playing and just doing you know as she pleased when that opponent got injured guess what she would not have been ready to take the opportunity but because that opponent got injured because her teammate rather got injured she filled in as a substitute won the entire thing and that put her in pole position in preparation for the olympic games and it's a similar example guys with tom brady right so tom brady drafted in the year 2199 pick or something like that right and of course he was behind drew bledsoe and a host of other quarterbacks at the new england patriots but guess what brady prepared as though he was about to play he prepared as though it was his time now the other quarterbacks that were drafted with him during that class who were drafted before him the attitude that all of them had was there's a starting quarterback why do i need to stress myself 
I just need to take things easy, learn behind these guys. This were their words. Tom Brady never said that, right? The following season, was it following season or thereabout? Yeah, Drew Bledsoe gets injured during one of the NFL games. Who was going to step in? Tom Brady. And the rest, as they say, was history. He never relinquished that position for, was it what, 12 years or more or thereabout? From that point, I think it was 2003. And of course, he kept the starting quarterback position up until when he left to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Forget the year it was. But the point, guys, is that Tom Brady was ready. He was waiting for his opportunity to be called in. What a lot of you do is that you are not ready. You are not ready to step in the minute they say, hey, come do this for us. You would need time to prepare. That's why you would always want advance notice. Hey, you're going to compete in three weeks' time. Get ready. No, no, no. It might be today. How ready are you? It's boring. I agree. To be to be training and to be working for something that you're not sure of. It's not like there's, there's a light at the end of the tunnel or anything like that. No, I understand that. You know, that is a problem. But you see, the point is... If you are not ready and that opportunity comes, then you would have missed out greatly more than the bottom that you would have suffered for being prepared. Second lesson, guys, from Mary Lou Retton, prepare to compete. And the final lesson, guys, is practice creative visualization. Practice creative visualization. In the build-up, guys, to the 1984 Olympic Games, you know, one of the key things that Retin did in the weeks before don't forget that she got injured before she had to go you know through rehabilitation and all of that rehabilitation that was supposed to take months she did it in weeks now in the weeks before the games she would lie down in bed right she would close her eyes and she would imagine each piece of equipment every single routine and she would imagine herself performing it perfectly she didn't stop there she imagined herself receiving the gold medal while the U.S. National Anthem was being played. Now, it's not a new topic, so I'm not going to uh, spend a lot of time delving into it and digging into it. But you see, guys, you have to practice visualization. And the reason why I say creative visualization is that you can make it yours. You can develop your own routines, how you want to go about it, how you want to do it. You can do all of that. Practice creative visualization that's one of the things that she did in the build-up to the games she went through the equipment went through her routines like every single thing and then she imagined doing it perfectly imagine doing it perfectly and of course visualization is such an important part such an important part you know of being an athlete that men it's one of those things that you just cannot dodge it's one of those things you just cannot dodge and of course if you want to get an introduction you know, into visualization, I discuss it in detail in my course, Mental Mastery. So where you would learn the mental game in sports and you also eliminate the mental blocks that are holding you back from performing your best. One of the modules in that course is centered around visualization, helping you with the art of visualization, mastering it. Because trust me, it is such an important part of an athlete's career you need to be able to see the problem is and i've shared this before is that look your brain is designed to protect you if your brain is designed to protect you it means that you're going to be seeing things that are not working you're going to see yourself fall you're going to see yourself trip you're going to see yourself lose you're going to see yourself make mistakes you have to correct that with visualization and change the narrative for the better final lesson guys from mary lou Retin 
practice creative visualization practice creative visualization the three lessons guys that i want you to learn from her it's a game of sacrifice prepare to compete and practice creative visualization head over to the website guys check out the free and paid resources that we have for you there all of it is geared to helping you break your mental and physical limitations in sports as well as come up with a strategy and a plan to achieve your sports goal so check it out check out the courses and of course like i mentioned mental mastery master the mental game in sports and eliminate the mental blocks that are holding you back from performing your best athlete maestro.com forward slash mental mastery athlete maestro.com forward slash mental mastery if you haven't subscribed to the podcast you haven't left us a rating and review what are you waiting for what your rating and review does is that it helps other athletes find the podcast know that it's a worthwhile resource they can use to achieve their goals in sports and make progress athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe so you learn how to subscribe you'd also learn how to leave a rating and review if you have any questions whatsoever send me a mail tola at athletemaestro.com tola at athletemaestro.com i'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show remember knowing it's not enough you must apply willing is not enough you must do i want you to go out there learn all the lessons you can from mary lou retton i want you to go out there and i want you to be a maestro today and every single day